so we've spent some time this year discussing Christmas as Christmas, how does Christmas matter, how, um, how should we respond to Christmas, but maybe we haven't spent enough time thinking about how big a deal Christmas is. And whenever something's a big deal, it's important that we know how to behave. Now, I'm not sure how you've handled other big deals in your life, but usually in order to learn how to behave, we watch people who are experienced or seem to know what they're doing or are, are leading in, in uh, how, to, how to manage things like that. I, I think of um, some of the first times I was ever at like a big deal dinner. You know the kind where they, they lay out four forks and four knives and three spoons and three glasses and like a stack of plates with a bowl on top and, and uh, the, the last plate, the bottom plate, of course, you can't use to eat on because it's a charger. And um, so you watch people, you watch how they, and, and I understand now that you, you start to eat from the outside in, you start to use things from the outside in and you eat from the top down. And you learn that, of course, by watching people who are experienced. When I think about the big deal of Christmas, I wonder how, how do we learn how to behave with respect to that big deal? Well, it would just make sense that we would, we would look for people who are experienced, people who, who know how to, how to handle a big deal like Christmas. And who would that be? In the Bible, of course, it, it demonstrates to us that it's the angels. The angels are the ones who have been staring into the face of Almighty God since they were created. And into the face of the Son of God since they were created. We all know that the story of Christmas is the story of the Son of God taking on flesh and coming to live among us. Now think about the angels in heaven when they hear that the Son of God has gone to earth. And they're waiting, waiting there with anticipation, waiting for that moment when he is born. And the news goes out, he has been born. And they're dispatched, they're dispatched to earth over this big deal Christmas to teach us how to behave. We learn in the scriptures that the story goes this way. They're dispatched to shepherd's fields. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. To you, he is Christ, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. 
What did the angels do? What was their reaction from the heavenly playbook? They praised God. This is how we respond to the very point of creation itself. Christmas brings to us, highlights for us, the very point of creation itself. Glory to God in the highest. Good news of great joy. God has dispatched his son to save people, to rescue people, granting undeserved peace with God to us. The goodwill, the good peace, the good pleasure of God proceeds from him to us through the message of peace that Christ has brought. So from this announcement that the angels made, we learn how to behave with respect to this big deal Christmas. Two purposes, two main purposes to Christmas are expressed by the angels. And the first is this, glory to God in the highest. What should our reaction be? What should our response be to this great event called Christmas? Glory to God in the highest. Our great desire in this gathering today is to glorify God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. God who lives in the highest place over the universe is demonstrating his power and his majesty at Christmas. When we try to comprehend with our human minds the greatness of God and this expression, glory to God in the highest, is talking about two things, both place and degree. God dwells in the highest of highest. In fact, we get a hint in Psalm 148, verse 4. It says here, there, praise him, O heaven of heavens, and praise him, waters which are above the heaven. There are three levels. It's, it's almost, it's incomprehensible for us to, to grasp the, the greatness of God and where he dwells. But he dwells higher than three levels. The, the heaven or the sky that we see is the heaven. And then apparently according to the psalmist, there's waters that divide the heaven we see from the heaven of heavens. And at every level, the angels are calling for praise to God Glory to God in the highest. In Psalm 113, it tells us that God stoops down to look at heavens and earth. And here is God, glorious almighty God, Christmas, reaching down to mankind with his gracious love to rescue us. And the only correct way to respond is glory to God in the highest and to bring him praise to the highest degree, to offer him our very best, to recognize his worthiness in how we praise him and how we live before him. Because Jesus is the height of divine self-revelation and that is achieved at Christmas when the Son of God comes to live among us. He has come to bring peace to this world with God. 
people who are already condemned and dead in their sins and undeserving of the least of his favor. So glory to God in the highest first and second. We are to be people who recognize that the purpose of God's work at Christmas was to bring us peace with God through Jesus Christ to a world condemned because of high treason against God. Every one of us were dead in our trespasses and sins, undeserving of the least of his favor. And as Charles sang this morning from John 3, we learn that Jesus did not come into this world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. But make no mistake about it. He came to a world condemned already. Because the verse right after that, John 3.18 says, that, that he who does not believe in Jesus is condemned already. And so we see here that Christmas is a glorious interruption in the ultimate final condemnation of those who reject God. Christmas is a divine reprieve that God has orchestrated to rescue people who will respond to his offer of salvation through Jesus Christ. Peace with God to undeserving people. It's a message for all the people, but it's a very specific peace to a very specific people, to those upon whom his favor rests. Are you one of those people? I mean, the people upon whom his favor rests, how, how can you know? Those upon whom the favor of God rests are those who respond to the message and offer of salvation and receive the peacemaker into their lives to rule and to reign over them, to recognize their sinful, condemned situation and recognize the big deal of Christmas and respond to the rescue offer of salvation made possible by the glorious riches of God in his son Christ Jesus for us. Have you ever done that? Responded to the message? received the peacemaker? Do you have peace with God? This Christmas weekend, it is suggested that 3.8 billion people in our world will hear this message all over again. Some for the first time. Of the gracious love of God, the big deal of Christmas, the offer of salvation. And many will demonstrate that the favor of God rests on them by willingly responding to the message and receiving Jesus Christ. Friend, I don't know what your, where your heart is this morning, but that offer is for you. Glory to God in the highest. And this weekend our gracious God will be adding more people to his family who will respond to that message 
And he is growing this great company of people of peace who have the peace of God, who are filling God's world without end until one day in the new earth, it will be filled with the glory of God and the people of the peace of God. It's a promise from the word of God. Isaiah the prophet in Isaiah 9, 7 writes this, there will be no end to the increase of his government and peace. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace on whom his favor rests. Churches like ours, people like you and me, have a ongoing Christmas responsibility, Christmas assignment, how we are to behave over this big deal of Christmas. Glory to God and peace to people. We are to be glory to God and peace to people, beacons in our world as we look forward to 2023. That's who we are. That's our theme for this coming year. Glory to God and peace to people who will respond to the message of salvation. Glory to God in the highest. The greatest revelation of God's glory. Jesus himself has come to all. We who have gone astray and deserving the least of his favor. But because of his rich, merciful grace, God has offered us salvation. Thankfully, our rejection of God did not hinder his grace in salvation coming to us because Christmas is the work of God on our behalf and it's a big, big deal in salvation in Christ. So glorify him. How? By believing the message. Believe what he says. And as the shepherds did, by going and seeing and telling and obeying and worshiping and praising him because God's amazing grace and love has come for you and for me. Not because we loved him, but because he first loved us. God has given God has done what we could not possibly have done. The angels have told us what to do. Glorify him. Receive his peace in salvation through Jesus Christ. The rest is up to you. What will you do with this big deal called Christmas? I urge you to come and see and believe and go and obey and tell and worship him and praise him with all you have for love came for you. So that's the big deal of Christmas. God has come for you because he loves you. So beloved, what should we do? How should we behave? Give glory to God in the highest. And if you don't know him as Lord and Savior, welcome him into your life. Love came for you. He has come for you to give you peace with God through Jesus Christ. Invite him to be your Lord and Savior today. And you too can be part of God's family. If you're on that journey to know Christ, we have a booklet in the lobby as you're on your way out. I'd love for you to pick that up. But this is the decision of a lifetime to know Christ as Lord and Savior and have peace with God.
So thank you so much for being with us. Since Christmas falls on a weekend, those of you who might have brought your offering with you this morning, there'll be a retiring offering opportunity for you. We wish you such a wonderful Christmas and a glorious new year. Let me pray together as we close. Father, thank you so much. We love you. Glory to God in the highest. You have brought peace to earth through Jesus Christ to those who will respond and welcome and make room in their hearts for Christ as Lord and Savior of their lives. Lord, what a glorious message. How much you have loved us. And we thank you and praise you. And we pray, O oh God, that in these days to come and in this year to follow, we will be a beacon of glory to God and peace to man. For Jesus' sake, I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you.